blossoming, blossoming moments. A warm welcome everyone to Today I'm Alive. I'm your host, Margaret Aberdeen. Wow, wow, I am back from Funchal, Madeira. I had a momentum, memorable time of my life, solo celebrating my 68 years young Silver Heritage Age Earth birthday, soaking up the sunshine, surrounded by the gifts of nature, the sea, the blue sky, trees, birds, butterflies, and different species of plants and flowers. Oh, the people and the service at the hotel where I stayed was indescribable and immaculate. I met and communicated with so many strangers and we became friends. Every night in the bar there was live music. No need to ponder and wonder. As I am a party starter and a spotlight dancer, I got up and rocked to whatever tune brought rhythm to my soul. A couple of women asked if I could teach them how to dance. Oh, I met so many women, and when I told them my age, they didn't believe me. They asked me, what is it that I do? My response was that I am my best friend, and that I have joy, peace, and passion for life. I look after myself, conscious of the food I put in my body, my thoughts, and my attitude towards situation that comes into my path. My daily ritual is early morning walks, meditating and connecting to nature. I live in the present, inside out. I laugh, dance, sing and have fun with life. Oh, I love life and life loves me. Particularly, particularly in this era of my life, I have an attitude of gratitude for all that is in my life. And I love, I love sharing the overflow of life values with others. On the day of my birthday, I went out shopping in Funchal Tong Centre. When I returned to my room, there to greet me was a bottle of champagne from the hotel staff. Eek! <laughs> There's a tingling feeling cascading throughout my body, just sharing these memories with you. Not stopping there. Later in the evening, another surprise was in store for me. While listening to live music in the bar, the band paused and sang happy birthday to me, and everyone present joined in. A small cake with a light candle was presented to me. Oh, what a joyful, memorable time I had celebrating my 68 years young earth birthday. It's a place I highly recommend visiting, and there was so much, so much to see and do. I went on a jeep safari and an open bus tour. On the day before my departure, I brought a plant and gave it to the reception to show my appreciation to the hotel staff for their unquestionably immaculate service. It's a place that I plan to visit again in the near future. Well, as you know, not all happy beginnings end happily. When I returned from Madeira's warm weather to London cold, freezing weather, my flat was like a freezer. It was so cold that I had to wear my winter coat indoors and slept with it on. Sadly, I caught a throat infection with a dry cough. My apology beforehand if a cough sneaks up while talking. I had to take a break from today I'm alive and look after myself. And being February is the month of love and I'm overflowing with love to share. I was so eager and ever ready to continue showing you with love following episode 27, You Are Love. Be your own Valentine. 
with my special guest, Shizan Poultis. And that's exactly what I had to do to be my own Valentine with self-love and self-care. I douched myself with lots of honey and lemon and herbal teas. And because the early mornings were exceptionally cold, I was unable to go out for my ritual walks around the river and my yoga class. I got plenty of rest along with deep breathing, silence, meditation, with gratitude, affirmation. Now and then I had a peep at what was happening on social media platforms. Wow, what a blast! There were so many different views and affirmation about Valentine's Day and remembering love, highlighting the importance of love in our life. I always felt conflicted with Valentine's Day. For one day a year set aside to remind everyone to love each other. It is sort of setting aside Mother's Day. As I said in my book, Priceless Rose of a Mother, every day, every day should be Mother's Day, as they are the carrier and maintainer of life. It seems short-sighted to focus on one day as the day to shower your partner with gifts and symbols of romance. It makes more sense to me to be generous with love every day and in many ways. I am an observer watching people's response to Valentine's Day. I live near Canary Wharf Shopping Mall on the east side of London. Even though I was not feeling 100% well and with my dry cough, I went there to do some shopping at about 5pm on Valentine's Day. The hustle and bustle of human behaviour were mind-blowing. A lot of people were buzzing around, looking sad, frustrated and depleted. Heart-shaped boxes of chocolates and balloons were all in sight. The flower garden section in the shop were empty. It seems all the flowers were bought or went on strike. While queuing to purchase my items, there was a young man in front of me who had just purchased a plant. Since there was no more flowers and as plants are related to flowers, apparently that was a good choice. After purchasing the plant, he stood close by attempting to write something on the card. He said, I don't know what to write. I asked, why don't you know what to write? Damn it, I just don't know. My partner is waiting for me. I said, why not just write what's in your heart? I don't know if those words help or not. He left with a smile. I saw another man with two bouquets of roses. I did look at him suspiciously. Perhaps he was buying one for his partner and one for his mother. Now here I was standing among heart-shaped chocolate boxes, flowers, cards and love tokens and saw the commercialization, frustration and the materialization of Valentine's Day. All of a sudden it occurred to me that this mystifying word love globally swirling around the world. People live for love, die for love, crave for love, kill for love. What is it? What is love all about? I am asking you, yes, those who are listening, what is love all about? I feel some of you are pondering over this question, especially as we are in the season of love. When I was a little girl growing up in an abusive environment, I cried to seek attention for love and affection. I never heard the words, Margaret, I love you. Nobody, nobody ever explained love to me, along with all the other feelings like sadness, fear, anger and more. During my transactional stages of growth, I have heard and used the word, I love you so many times. Now, in my silver heritage age, through knowledge, resilience, life lesson challenges, 
reflection, vulnerability, and conscious intention. My understanding deepens. I can weave stories of connection and apply them. I can integrate the lessons learned. Things become clearer and clearer. Beauty reveals itself. And I'm no longer, no longer naive to believe this daily said word, love, can only be guided by a heartbeat, the back of an eye, or receiving a heart-shaped box of chocolates or a bouquet of flowers, or an emotion of regard and affection and a deep feeling of sexual desire and attraction between two people. I want to tell you an interesting story about what I have learned what love is. Imagine sitting under a tree by the lake or near a river, feeling a cool breeze and a sense of peace as you listen with your full being to a great-grandmother elder holding your hands and sharing her knowledge with you. Once upon a time, there was an island where all the feelings of life were lived. Happiness, sadness, knowledge, fear and others, including love. One day it was announced to the feelings that a horrendous hurricane was on its way and that the island would sink. So all the feelings constructed boats and left, except for love. Richness was passing by love in a luxurious boat. Love said, Richness, can you take me with you? Richness answered, No, I can't. I have a lot of clothes, all types of furniture, cars and digital gadgets in my boat. There is no place here for you. Love decided to ask Pride, who was passing by in a beautiful vessel. Pride, please help me. I can't help you, love. You're all wet and dirty and might damage my boat, Pride answered. Sadness also passed close by, so Love asked, Sadness, let me go with you. Oh, love, I am so sad and depressed that I need to be by myself. Fear was going swiftly by, so Love asked, Fear, could you please help me? Oh, my boat can only hold one person. It may topple over if I let you on board, said Fear. Happiness passed by Love too, but she was happy that she did not even hear when Love called her. So, dear, the feeling of Love was stranded on an island that was sinking, desperately, desperately trying to seek rescue. But all the other feelings were so wrapped up in their egotistical thoughts. Suddenly there was a voice. Come, love, I will take you. It was an elder. It was time, knowledge answered. Knowledge smiled with deep wisdom and answered. Because only time is capable of understanding how valuable love is. Arriving at this point of adulthood, there is no doubt in the fact that time is a great teacher and a great healer. Circumstances, challenges, failures and whatever life throws at us teaches us the most valuable lesson. Each person has a way to define what love is. Since it arises from what we have lived and the way we have lived it, this personal way of love is learned from what we observe from our parent, society, and from our relationship with others. Leo Buskaya says in his book, Love, what is life all about? Love is a learned response, a learned emotional reaction 
We learn to be human. We also learn to love. Buskaya went on to say that if one wanted to learn about cars, one would, without question, study about automobiles. If one wanted to become a gourmet cook, one would certainly study the art of cooking or perhaps even attend a cooking class. Gosh, those words are hitting me like tidal wave and I trust they are doing the same for you too. It is so true, love is a skill that can be learned. Buskaya argued, when it comes to love, most of us continue to behave as though love is not learned, but lies dormant in each human being and simply await some mystical age of awareness to emerge in full bloom. We expect the skill of it will magically bestow itself upon us. Particularly on Valentine's Day, most people seem to have gotten themselves in a right stew, searching for commercialization and materialization of love externally. We seem to refuse to face the obvious fact that most of us spend our life trying to find love, trying to live in it, and dying without ever truly discovering it. However, there is good news for you. Our brain is flexible. It is constantly changing. I know minds have, through different stages of growth. We learn from hard circumstances, drawing the necessary strength within we need to overcome them. The strength that a person has to overcome traumatic situation is to keep rising despite the setback that has affected your life, even if your parents did not teach you the skills of love. You must see yourself as a phoenix which can be reborn from its ashes and never as a hopeless victim. We have a flexible brain that is willing, willing to overcome obstacles, traumas or whatever life throws in our path. This baffling question, what is love all about, was certainly getting clearer with my mature brain of knowledge and as I mentioned earlier, resilient life, lesson, challenges, reflection, etc. There's not an inkling of doubt in my mind that love can be learned. It is definitely a skill that every person can have, especially to learn to love themselves. Self-love is a learning process, as I said in episode 12. You are worthy of your love. Once we learn to love ourselves, to treat ourselves with care, consistency and affection, we can direct our loving hearts outwards. I also said in episode 12, inside each one of us, there is a seed of love planted deeply in our hearts, a healing power that can weed out all the habitual toxin thought patterns to unlearn, to relearn. The seed of love is our birthright, eager to be recognized, waiting to be developed and learning to grow. Once you attain the skill of learning to love, it's like breathing, similar to walking, meditating and mindfulness. When practiced, moment by moment, it becomes a habitual ritual. Love is a skill and it can be learned. Love is nature's way of giving, a reason to be living. Love is the force that can motivate, heal, co-create and transform the world and lives with wisdom and the power of devotion. It's not too late to learn how to do it. You can do it. 
So as a child, if your life did not begin with love and attention, do not despair. And also throughout the stages of growth, if you were confused and did not know the meaning of love, remember, love can be learned. And you can have the joy of not only feeling it, giving it and sharing it, but also teaching it. Exactly what I'm doing right now. What greater gift can there be? Finally, I will end off by Rumi, a 13th century Persian poet, says about the meaning of love. Love is our core, our nature, our essence, our origin and our destiny. Love is inevitable. You are love. I am love. We are love. Before I tune off, let me leave you with some hot-pressed news. Most of you know one of the most important days is approaching us, March 8, International Women's Day to celebrate women's achievement, and also the celebration of Mother's Day on March 19. Starting next week and throughout March, Today I'm Alive will be dedicated to women with some special guests who has risen like the phoenix from their life challenges to live a meaningful and purposeful life. Remember, today you're alive. Today is all you have. Make the most of it. Make it momentum. Make it worth remembering because you are worth it. My name is Margaret Aberdeen. Tune in next week for some riveting, rocketing episodes of Today I'm Alive. Share with your friends and family and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. To hire me for talks and events, please email me at info at margaretaberdeen.com. Today I'm alive. Today I'm alive. And I'm Feeling good.